0: So you've heard about people going to grad school and taking some classes called Koday Levels. They sing a lot, they play some games, and apparently they lose their sanity for a couple weeks. What are Koday Levels? Why are they important? And what do they look like? That's what we're going to be talking about today on That Music Podcast. You're listening to That Music Podcast with me, Bryson Tarbitt. I'm the music educator and blogger behind That Music Teacher and ThatMusicTeacher.com. Join me as I dive into what it really means to be a music educator. I hope that you're able to find a nugget of inspiration each week as I share my favorite ways to create purposeful instruction through active music making. Along the way, you'll hear from some of my amazing colleagues as they share practical advice that you can apply to your own classrooms. So grab a coffee, sit down, and let's get started. This episode is brought to you by my free guide on better serving our students with disabilities in the music classroom. I firmly believe that our job as music educators is to help our students find the way in which they can be best musical. And when it comes to teaching students with disabilities, most of us don't feel prepared to best serve these students. In this free guide, I'll share five ways to better serve the students with disabilities in your classroom so that you can truly say that your classroom is for everyone. To grab your free guide, head to thatmusicteacher.com/disabilities. Again, to grab your free PDF guide, including a foreword by Lauren Morsenkowski about why disability isn't a bad word, head on over to thatmusicteacher.com/disabilities. At the point of this recording, I've currently gone through my first two. Kodai Levels at Capital University here in Central Ohio. And while I won't say they're for the faint of the heart, I will say that they have been incredibly beneficial in my music teaching, but also in my understanding of my own musicality. In this episode, we're going to be talking about what Kodai Levels are, why they're important, and what they look like, at least in my situation. So a little bit of a disclaimer is that I'm going to be talking about my experience as a student at Capital University's Kota Institute um, for my first two levels. So obviously it might be a little different for if you're at a different program, but I'm going to give you a little bit of an understanding of what my experiences looked like so far. So again, I've gone through the first two summers and I'm just, I'm real, I'm like a year away from finishing my master's degree as well as my third Kodai certification. Um, so I'm really excited about it, but I want to talk a little bit about what I've done so far and what Kodai levels look like. So there are a few classes that everyone will take and it will kind of vary depending on levels. So if you're in Code level one, you're going to take the level one. If you're in Code level two, level two, level three, level level three and so on and so forth. So we, you're gonna start your day, or at least in my in opinion, I start my day with um, choir. And it's a choir that is run in kind of a Kodá format with all three levels put into one choir. Uh, I will say I love it and honestly, I love it in the morning because it's a wonderful start to my day. So after my choir, uh, we have musicianship. Um, and what I love, the musicianship is rough. I'm not even going to lie. Musicianship is essentially theory and oral skills. But what I will say is I struggled a lot in undergrad with my theory and oral skills. But the way that the the, the concepts are presented in a Kodai format just made so much more sense to me because it came it through for, it, it kind of started with the, do it, then understand it rather than this is what an augmented fifth is or whatever. Um, I'm not saying I haven't struggled with musicianship because it's definitely been rough. But it's it's been a, a very different experience because it allowed me to understand what I was doing and how I was doing it rather than, you know, this is theory one. This is what we do. Let's keep going. Another class that you're going to take if you take a Kodai levels is elementary methods and research. What I love about this class is it's essentially academic research on folk songs. So if you're unfamiliar with Kodai's philosophies, a lot of the concepts and the repertoire come from folk music. So essentially music that has been passed down from generation to generation um, through the oral tradition rather than the written tradition. So the elementary methods and research is basically us... Looking through research and looking through uh, folk songs that have been passed down, whether it through you know anthologies or you know actual informants. And creating um, what we call retrievals of that song. So in a retrieval, there's a lot of information. Obviously, the words and the notes are really important. But a lot of things that are also in that retrieval are things like pedagogical concepts, rhythmic concepts, melodic concepts. You know, where does it come come from geographically, um, culturally? Where is the, um, you know, what are... How would this kind of fit into our curriculum? What what game might be in it? And things like that that really make it, um, basically make it so that we, when, when we're including something in our curriculum, we really understand it fully. We're not just putting it in there because, well, it's a fun song. But that we understand, you know, we understand how the song works so that when we use it in our classroom, we're very confident in that the fact that we know it. Another class that we take is choral methods that I think is um, – it's kind of interesting. As someone who doesn't teach choir, it, it has been interesting to see a little bit of a different um, understanding of what choral methods means and, you know, basically how can you take the Kodai philosophy and apply it to a choral setting, which I know a lot of us in undergrad had a choral and, you know, had some information about what it means to be a a choir director. But what this course is kind of focusing on what it looks like in a Kodai setting. Uh, On top of that, we also have a conducting class because again, understanding how to, you know, how to conduct beyond that undergraduate setting can be really helpful, especially if you're going to go on and work in the, you know, the Kodai setting in a more choral concept. But even me, again, I don't teach, con- you know, I don't teach a choir. That conducting is not something that I ever found, ever thought was a waste of my time. I always felt like it was really helping me enhance my own musicality and musicianship and understanding. And that was one of those things that I really, um, really fell in love with. On top of that, um, the, the, the methods class, which I, 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 met, I, for, I, I neglected to mention earlier, is kind of the bread and butter of the Kodai program. And that is basically how to teach, when to teach it and in what order to teach it. So those are, you know, how do we take those, those songs that we've retrieved and how do we implement them in our curriculum to in a way that allows us to create a spiral curriculum, which I've talked about before, but also in a way that making sure that we are allowing our students to engage in our concept orally, physically, and visually, which I think is a wonderful thing that Kodai's philosophy and like pedagogy understands is that it isn't about teaching one way. It's about teaching through multiple modalities. So in the introduction of this podcast, I talked about the possibility that you might lose your sanity for a couple weeks. And I'm going to kind of get real for a second. The way my program works is that it is a three-week program, but a lot of Coday programs are two weeks. And the two weeks are even more intense than my three-week program because we spread ours out a little bit. I'm gonna let you know, Kodai levels are some of the most important things that I've done in my education. They have made me understand what it means to be a music teacher, how to do it better, and how do we can reach our students in a more meaningful way. But at the same time, Kodai levels have made me question who I am as a musician and as an educator. And no, it, 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 you can't compare it to anything else. It's hard, you are working really hard. You are fitting an entire semester's worth of courses into three or even two weeks. I'll be honest, part of the reason why I'm doing my Coday levels now is because then I know that when I have a family and when I have kids, I, it's going to be so hard for me to do this. Like, if you're listening to this and if you've ever gone to Coday levels or F levels, um, or if you're in my cohort and you have kids or you have a partner, like, kudos to you. I am so proud of you for being able to do that because uh, let me tell you, I'm in charge of me, myself and I, and I barely made it through. <laughs> so like, I'm not trying to scare you. I'm not trying to tell you not to do your code levels, but I want you to understand what you're getting into. I want you to know that this is a hard road, but what is amazing about this is the cohort that you go through. You get so close to. The cohort that I've gone through for the past two years, we text each other every single day. We are constantly supporting ourselves, supporting each other. We are constantly helping us understand like, Hey, I have this song. What do we think? Or, Hey, I have this song. How do you play the game? But also we're there to say, Hey, today sucked. I don't want to be a music teacher rough, you know, and just, you know, throwing a fit and just understand, you know, I'm just venting. And that's okay. We need that. We need that sometimes. We need someone to understand that, hey, sometimes teaching sucks, sometimes teaching stinks, and sometimes teaching wants us to make us to walk out of the room, never come back, and just give up. But it's also there for us to understand that sometimes there are moments where you are reminded of just how much impact you have and I think that cohort might be the most meaningful thing that I have joined that I've gained since starting my levels is that I have a community of people that understand what I've gone through that understand what our students are going through and that can help take the Kodai philosophy boil it down and put it into a realistic teaching situation because let's be honest, sometimes the things we learned in undergrad and even in grad school are wonderful on paper, but when we take them into the classroom, they simply don't work. If you found this episode helpful at all, I would really appreciate you leaving a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Not only does this help me understand what you find most helpful, it also helps more music educators just like you find the podcast. To check out the show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned, Head on over to thatmusicteacher.com slash show notes.